Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. And to oh. the left of me is <laughs> my Forty acres and a mule, cappuccino. <laughs> cappuccino, me. Oh, I'm so tired. How are you, man? Hey, man. What happened? I could no longer <laughs> hold out on the yard work, man. Had to do it. The weather was popping this weekend. I know the, I know the first day of spring was early in the week, but today <sighs> was the official first day of spring Bro, in the so, SWAT. So beautiful outside, man. Oh, my goodness. I had to double up on my allergy medicine and get out there, man. Were you out there with the mask? Do you have a mask on? Nah. Too? See, that's where you fucked up. Nah, I was good, man. I popped them two pills. You're I was straight. <laughs> my nose ran a little bit, but it was, you know. <laughs> you were okay. I got it done, man. So what were you doing? Like mowing and weed eating? and No mowing. No I'm, mowing. I'm not. You don't have to. They're going to have to send me a letter for me to start my, <laughs> my lawnmower up. The HOA is going to have to send me a letter <laughs> for me to crank my... It's still too early. I mean, my, well, shit, my, my, grass, my grass is still brown. Yeah, mine is too. My weeds are green, but my grass <laughs> is brown. So what I was doing today... I, well, first, I had to fix my extension cord. My my Not even my extension cord, my power cord. I got one of the good orange ones. And um, last year, <laughs> on my last cut of the season... I nicked my cord. Oh, I hate that shit. I hate that too. I did that twice last year. I got to actually, that reminds me, I got to get all new extension cords this year for that shit. Let me get them, man. I fix them, man. I fixed mine today. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I put the wires back together, taped them back up. Yeah. That's what good I to go, do. man. All right. So I, I did that. That was the first chore. That was easy. That was in the house. So once I got it done <laughs> and I tested it and it was cool, I went and got the, the leaf blower. <laughs> And I got the uh, heads trimmer, pulled them out first. And it was the first shit I did, right? Okay. So then I went and got what looks like the sickle that Booker T. Washington used to clear <laughs> the grounds at Tuskegee, man. And uh, I, I did I did some old school weed whacking, yeah? <laughs> Pause. I was out there singing old Negro spirits and shit. <laughs> If my my neighbors was looking, one of my neighbors was out there. He he just stood down there with his hand on his hip, looking at me for a minute. Hold on, you were really singing spirit. Dude, I was out there. Dude, I was out there, man. I was out there. Then I got the. Can you give us a sample? Nah, Not man, right you now. had to be there. You maybe, had to maybe be there. Episode two hundred three. Maybe you had to be there. Mix two hundred three this week. Go back to the mix, people. <laughs> mix will be singing on Negro spirituals in the fucking mix this week. <laughs> but man, I had to get up the the leaves from the fall because you know oh. I leave my shit down there. I let the I let everything go back to the earth. Oh, le- leaves, le- leaves, leaves. Yeah, leaves. Leaves are nature's mulch, man. Yeah. That's my approach. I let everything go back to yeah, the earth. Man. Everybody else be trying to stay with the HOA yeah, ordinance and shit, and shit yeah. real quick. I let my shit die into the ground. Yeah, man. Compost. Yes. Composting. Yes. I'm very natural <laughs> that way. But uh, I did that, man, and <laughs> yes. was quickly reminded how old I am. You're an old motherfucker, man. Man, I had to pop an ibuprofen before I came <laughs> out oh, here. Lord. I was hurt <laughs> for certain, son. 
I got a pass this week. I had, I had a, a family member or family members in town, mm-hmm. and um, you know, nothing like family in town to uh, pistola, give you, pistola, yeah, to get to give you an excuse to uh, to not do shit around the house. That'll do it, you know. Plus, the basketball tournament was on and shit, so I watched a few games actually. And uh, man, I, dude, I took a nap today. Of man, all, you're starting to get them naps in things. more and more, man. I, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking your style, son. I am too, man. I'm liking it. I, I mean, I, I just because you just, typically do the opposite. I know. You just, I you don't. just run and gun. But you know what, though? I still, though, still, though, I, I took like too long of a nap. I took a two hour nap. Mm-hmm. Man, I just feel fucked up after a two hour nap. You know, they say when you take like, like, you know, cat naps or whatever, you're yeah. really only supposed to take like a 20 or 30 minute nap. Oh, uh, no, nah, man. Nah, I, I feel you weird, man. Good, I, man. I wake up and I feel refreshed, but yeah. I'm like, I'm anxious. Nah, I don't you, know why you just, that is. You just gonna have to do more of it, man. You just gonna have to do <laughs> gotta, that more. Often. I gotta take yeah. more naps. Yeah, you just gotta get <laughs> gotta get used to. Because sometimes my naps turn into, you know what? Ooh. I'm just gonna stay in the bed. Well, right. <laughs> you well, know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Turn this into bedtime real yeah, quick. Man. Now, don't get me don't don't get it twisted. I was up at fucking six a.m. this morning because my son had a had a fucking eight a.m. AAU basketball game. We heard a on bat a Sunday? Uh, on a Sunday, bro. We had a we had three games this weekend, dude. My weekend has been has been uh consumed by uh seventh grade basketball. That's crazy. All weekend. And man, we got space. Well you deserve all that. You games. deserve that now. Yeah, man. yeah, 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 exactly. That's, so that's uncalled for. It, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> yeah, you just made me tired. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Dang. Exactly. So but Hell anyway, yeah. other than that was good, man. That weather's fucking <laughs> That weather's fucking popping right yeah, now. Yeah, it's so. out here, man. It's out here, man. It's beautiful. I love it's it. It's out here. You got to get ready for yes, it. That pollen is out there and everything. <laughs> yes, it is. It's yes, all it is. it's all going down right now. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. All right. So enough of all that shit. Yeah. Uh, you didn't tune in to hear you know me get gardening tips from Meeks and I, or no, you, you know, didn't hear how how fucked up our weekend is for for a full you know half hour or forty five minutes. So if this is the first time you're tuning in. That's usually how the first part of an interview session goes. Wow. But the rest of it is much more entertaining. So welcome. Yes. To Southern Vanguard Radio. We drop twice a week usually. Uh, Tuesdays is a mix show, latest and greatest hip hop, cut up by yours truly. Me and my man Meeks over here just popping shit, and we're drinking beer and bourbon, and you know eating raps, rap snacks like clementine oranges and yeah, dry roasted light, uh, lightly salted almonds and. Man, we're gonna uh, have to get some down. some of the rap snacks that Pocket got. He over there eating Cardi B chips. Oh, and he shit. got the hookup. Yeah, I know. We need that hookup. Yeah, we do need that hookup. Um, wise, I'm gonna give you a call yeah, this exactly. week, man. Wise, we need yeah, to send wise, us a couple wise, cases. Yeah, yeah I don't know about that Cardi B shit, but I don't want to <laughs> eat Cardi B. Pocket loves those Pause. damn rap snacks too, doesn't he? Yeah, he needs to slow down <laughs> on that shit. Though. He's gonna gain like ten pounds eating those Easy. fucking, those fucking <laughs> Easy, rap snacks. Son. Anyway, <laughs> so that's on Tuesdays. Uh, we're, we're at episode what? This week is two o three. So like, if you've tuned in because you're a fan of the gentleman we're interviewing tonight. Uh, or today or this week, uh, then go back and listen to episode 203. You're going to hear a ton of brand new hip hop. Um, it's usually pretty dope. And uh, yeah, on Thursdays, it's an interview session with an MC, DJ, producer, uh, A&R, behind the scenes, somebody, some some sort of, you know, um, someone that plays a role in this, this, uh, this rap shit that we love so much. No doubt. So uh, make sure you go and follow on SoundCloud, MixCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, 
uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. YouTube is is really picked up a lot of steam since uh, Knowledge the Pirate actually posted. Shouts out to Knowledge. Yeah, a lot man. of his content from from our interview with him a couple weeks ago uh, was of the YouTube page. So okay. we actually got some comments like, "Yeah, Knowledge sent me here." So and, and, so yeah, so 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 peace to everyone that's uh, that's, that's that's checking us out on YouTube. Hell yeah. Um. And yeah, we have some other affiliates that uh that get down with us too, Meeks. No doubt. Right. Uh ATLHipHop.com, although I'm wondering if that's gonna turn into NYC hip hop. <laughs> no, man, peace to Amir. He's out here. getting up out of here, man. I know, man. I ain't crazy. mad at him. Uh but One yeah. Of the first guys I met. Yeah, yeah. ATLHipHop.com is gonna be a standard. Uh return to Boom Bab WRBB. I am classic, rawradio.net. X Squad Radio, X Squad Affiliates, all of those here in Atlanta. And then we venture out to the West Coast with Soul Public Radio. All right. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, man. All right. So let's get into this. This gentleman here, uh, what's my nickname for him, Meeks? Old Chongy. Old Chongy. Yeah, we, we, he is affectionately known in these parts as Old Chongy. Old Chongy. <laughs> don't ask, man. It's just one of those things that comes out when we've been drinking. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, anyway, he, he's, he's formerly known as Chong Wizard, DJ Chong Wizard. And uh, he is joining us all the way from Vancouver, British Columbia, in Canada, of all places. Yeah. Chong, welcome, my man. Welcome, Chong. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. How are you, dude? Boy, you sound crystal clear. Crispy. That's, a, that's that FaceTime shit we're on tonight. That's what's up. I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. <laughs> cool, man. How are you, dude? Well, what's uh God, man? I mean, you've had a you've had a really busy uh past couple of weeks. Why don't we just uh level set with everyone? Uh latest latest um latest version of the Infinity Stone series. Let's just level set with everyone there and talk about that, and then we can get into some history and whatnot. Yeah, so the Space Stone just dropped. That's the third one in the series. Um, yeah, it was crazy. We just took it up a notch with this one. I feel like getting the legends on there, the Juice Crew versus Hieroglyphics, was a big deal. Oh, that's a big um, deal. Yeah. Great that record, track, too. Hell yeah. It's just, it was crazy how it came together. I mean, I've known Craig G for a while. He did an exclusive verse on one of my tapes back in like, 2010 or something and um okay. we had never really just reconnected until uh like last summer he uh he had found out that i did this star wars mixtape and he was like he got at me like how did you not invite me on the star wars project <laughs> and i was like oh shit my bad craig g like <laughs> my I'll bad legend the- <laughs> <laughs> i'll right. get you on the next one so For like sure. he, he was super down and uh he just he loved comic books as you could tell by his verse right and at that point it was just craig g and i was just like what else are we going to do with this and i had a feeling we were going to get some of the guys from hieroglyphics i just didn't know who and i didn't know what we were going to do with the track because um unjust the producer he produces for hieroglyphics so we eventually got opio on there and then I was just like, how can we turn this into something special, like more than just another song about comic books? Right. And then we were like, I came up with the idea, like Juice Crew versus Hieroglyphics. Can we get one more member of the Juice Crew on here? Because mm. we could definitely get another member of Hyro because of just unjust being down with those guys. So. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> we ended up reaching out to Master Ace and um, he was down. Just, I mean, he, <laughs> he heard crazy. who was involved and he was like, yeah, I want in. Like, of yeah. course I want in. Like, <laughs> Craig G's on there? Of course. No so, doubt. It just all came together, and it took 
it took about six months to get that song to come together, but it was wow worth the wait. Maybe more, maybe nine months. It was a long time in the making that track. So yeah, Meeks and I had a little debate when we saw that. Uh, I think when we saw the track listing. Uh, let's see, Me- Meeks, you t- you took Juice Crew. I think I took Hyro on that one. Yeah, if, if it really had to come down to a battle, right? Yeah, well, that's just youth versus where I am at life. Right, you, of course, you know hieroglyphics. They you they was popping when you was like six. Um, <laughs> when I was six, <laughs> I wish you know I'm I'm juice girl. I'm, you know what I'm saying like I just wish he had got G rap on that motherfucker. Then, then we no, wouldn't have had nothing to talk about. We wouldn't have had nothing. Or Kane, we wouldn't have had nothing to talk about. Hell yeah, I would have loved to have gotten them all on that. I know, I, right? I want to I want to try to do a part two where it's Kane and G rap versus Ooh. Dell and Casual. That would oh. that would be sick. Oh Jesus, man! Speak on it. Speak that into existence. Yeah, I will speak that into existence, man. <laughs> no doubt. That's for real. That's ill. Yeah, we was fucking with this other joint too, the uh, Kryptonians featuring uh, Killer Cali, Planet yeah. Asia, Rosati. Uh, yes, Rosati. Yeah, yeah we, we world was... premiered that. Actually, Chong, thank you, man. We uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys playing that. Yeah, I try. Yeah. To, I'll try to get you guys world premieres when I have new projects coming out. You know what I mean? So, yes, sir. This yeah. is the place for him, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I appreciate that. Ta- ta- that joint, yeah, that ta- joint just came together. It was supposed to originally just be a Killakali solo. He was going to do just a joint called General Zod, kind of mm-hmm. like the leader of the bad guy uh, Kryptonians, and right. um, yeah. And it was just a short verse, and we're just like, okay, that's it. Uh, what else can we do with this track? You know what I mean? Like a short verse from Killakali wasn't just wasn't enough. I had to take it up a notch. So Rosati jumped on there, and then for the longest time. Um, Tesla, the ghost uh, from the UK, was supposed to get on there. Oh, okay. He just he was too busy, so he never got on there. And then um, mm. we're just like, let's solidify this with the OG uh, Planet Asia. PA. He was happy to get on there because I mean, Killakali and Rosati are both his guys, and sure, uh, he just he's always just showed us love. Me and Jordan, we go back with Planet Asia. Like oh. we've always showed him love over the years. So right. Oh. What about Hobgoblin, man? How do you know Hobby? Well, hold on, hold on. How, now, how long did Kryptonians take to fall together? About the same time. Damn. About so same how long have you been working on this project? I've been working on it since yeah, since last year. Um, mm. Probably in the spring of last year, and like, okay. I've so many songs like have been recorded for this. Like, not every single song is even going to make it on the project. Only okay, the best of the best. Like, got you. Um, after all the vinyl comes out, I might do like a bonus collected version with all the like extra material too, because there is going to be a lot of leftovers. It's just like only six songs per per piece of vinyl, so there's a okay. lot of other stuff. So cool. Sorry about that, homie. No, Hobgoblin. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. I um. I heard him produce a track on one of Code Nine out albums, and um, I was just like, "Damn, this guy's got beats, and his name's Hobgoblin." I have to invite him on. <laughs> oh, that's very true. Project. So oh, like, yeah. I'm a little slow. I'm just yeah. now putting that together. Yeah, Sorry, it had to happen. So, <laughs> so I got at him, and the crazy thing was, was he was very just excited and open to it, and he sent me beats. And when I started sending them to people, just more and more people were like picking his beats, like. Uh, and then he just kept sending more like some guys might send one or two or just be like you can use one one beat only that's it but hobgoblin was just hungry and just bringing that fire and people kept picking his beats so nice yeah man he did the uh he did the joint with fly anakin as well right did the joint with fly 
Anakin on the one before that he did the joint with Husk Kingpin and Smooth. That's right. Nice. That's right. Yeah, man. He's making the rounds, man. He's he's moved into my top uh top five new guys, mm-hmm. like producer wise, for sure. Like uh, I think what sealed it for me was the shit with Jamel Honesty, the martyr music. Oh yeah. That motherfucker right there is just crazy. Yeah. Now this shit with Mav and this shit he's done for you, man, like that guy's dope. Yeah, I I didn't see it coming because I mean I had only heard like a couple beats from him, like the code not like I think just one really dope track with Code Nine. Right. He really, I mean, he really just took the opportunity and ran with it. A lot of guys don't understand that. Like, if you're hungry in this game, you kind of got to take as many opportunities you can to make the best of them. And he really has done that. I'm happy to see him uh, getting so much love. Yeah, just so, do the work, man. You just got to put the work in. Nobody wants to really yep. do that anymore, right? And everybody's right. always looking for something, too, you know? So Yeah. Uh, Chung, was it a no-brainer for you to um, real uh, rob Israel in for the artwork, man? Or, or how did that come about? Um, I just, I always like to get different artists uh, for my covers. I'm always looking for somebody who hasn't done, like, any other rap albums, usually, or just something that's different. Mm-hmm. And when I was thinking of this one, I was just thinking, like, I want something that's going to make an impact that's different, that's going to just grab people. And uh, when I found Rob Israel online, like, I found him online, like, a long time ago, and I just never really thought about using him for a hip-hop cover because his style is very, like, almost heavy metal or punk rock style. Right, yeah. Right. And I just was like... You know, I like what he does with the pop culture characters, like turning them into crazy monsters. And it just, I decided, look, I want one artist for this series because I wanted to have a uniformed look. And I just picked Rob and it worked out. I'm I'm happy. Uh, I'm very happy with how it looked. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody uh, can agree that he's just killing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Artwork looks great. So, so you, so you've been a, a, a must have been a comic book fan for a very long time, probably as long as you can remember, right, Sean? But oh yeah, I was, okay. I, you know, I was a big comic book fan as a kid, and then I mean, when you get when you hit teenage years, you're gonna be. Um, it was more like into you know, the partying and stuff, you know what I right. mean? Smoking weed, drinking, partying, mm. right? And um, as I got older, into my late twenties, kind of, kind of came back to comic books a little bit. Um, I was working. Uh, I was working as a hip hop journalist for a while there too on Thick Magazine, which was a local hip hop magazine up here with uh, with Jordan, who ran that. Magazine. Oh, you were you uh, were thick as well. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And um, okay, we started getting all the comics um, PDFs from all the labels. Like they would send us advance copies PDF style digitally. Um, Marvel, like the, everything that was coming out. And so at that really? point, I kind of got back in, and we were. I was huh. reviewing them and everything, and then. And then I fell back off of it for a while. And then something about um, in the last three years or so, I just got back into it. And um, it's just been very inspirational. You know what I mean? Like, I've always loved comics, mm-hmm. but getting back into actually buying comics again, it's been it's been fun. Yeah. What's up with the So what's up with the Infinity Stones concept for, for those that don't know? Because the, the, the joint that just came out was that was what? The Space Stone, right? The Space Stone. Well, the Infinity Stones is kind of like the big space storyline that's been going on in the marvel uh cinematic universe over the last like decade and they've slowly been building up to this infinity wars back-to-back movies um Mm -hmm. and i just was like 
I was looking for a comic book concept when I was doing this. I was actually going to do it just a mixtape, and it was going to be called Enter the Multiverse. And you can hear Craig G say it on that verse. He says, Enter the Multiverse, and that was what the mixtape was going to be called. And then I was like, Hmm. you know, I can't just do another mixtape. Like, it's not that exciting, just another, because I've done like 50 mixtapes in my career. Like, just another mixtape, you know what I mean? So I was like, how can I get people excited about this? How can I package it differently? And I somehow just came up with the infinity stones of making each vinyl the stone, like a different color vinyl. Like each mm-hmm. vinyl is That's colored the after the infinity stone. There's six of oh, them. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just turn it into EPs. Yeah, that's I think dope. it's easier to digest that way, too, because six songs at a time is a lot easier than listening to like 20 or 30 songs at once. Hell so for, yeah. the, uh, for the consumers out there, when they get that sixth one, would they just turn into dust or what <laughs> half, half the rap game turns into dust once I'm oh, done with this well project. that's that's actually a good thing yeah so if that actually happens chong you've done the community a great yeah, man. service and we will we will <laughs> what, what's your man's name that's got the gauntlet right now thanos thanos, thanos. Yeah. we you will become chong thanos <laughs> chong is the rap thanos <laughs> that's right that's, that's right. the game plan. That's the game plan. Oh yeah, Chong. I heard you mention your 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 prowess on the mixtapes, man. And I saw something that kind of stuck out to me. Um, took a hiatus in in 2011 from music, kind of based around the um, DJ Drama mixtape raid. Uh, we had a show that night. They got raided. You remember that, home? I do remember that. And we was talking. That was L. We was talking shit. Well, I know I was talking shit that night because I I got a good laugh off of that shit. <laughs> uh, I was at my house. There's getting... a lot of history, Chong. <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, with, yeah. With with all with all with all that. It's a long, long story. But anyway. I was at my house getting ready for the show and and saw that shit pop up on the news. I was like, damn, they took. Everything I saw the cars getting put up on the tow trucks and shit. That shit was crazy. Like, how did that? How did that? How did seeing that or even knowing about that news story affect what what you were doing back in 2011? Uh, I don't think that really affected me. I think when the guy who wrote that story kind of tied tied it into that, but it definitely there was a time in that era where just mixtape mixtapes started dying and people stopped buying CDs mm-hmm. and people were scared. I was never really that scared because I wasn't I wasn't like on that level of DJ drama or like right. I wasn't uh selling hundreds of thousands of mixtapes in um retail stores and Which stuff is what like got that. them caught up in I the was, first place. You know what I mean? I was I was moving units but nothing like that. So yeah. I wasn't that worried about it. Um it just got to the point where people stopped buying um CDs and it just um it just naturally slowed down and it wasn't as exciting for me. And I didn't know where to go with it at that yeah. point, I think. And it was also a time in my life where I was like, okay, at 2000, I think it was 2011, I, I turned 31. And um, just even turning 30, I think in the rap game, you start to look around and think like, okay, like, what am I going to, what am I doing here? What am I going to do? You know what yeah. I mean? Am I going to be a mm-hmm. DJ for the rest of my life? Am I going to just be up in the clubs like 20 years from now as a 50 year old DJ? <laughs> yeah, I was man. like, I, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Man, like yeah, I, I could, but I don't know if it's going to, it's going to work. So I, uh, right. I took a break just to kind of get my life together. I met my wife, kind of settled down for a few years. And then it was just like the itch of, of doing projects <laughs> got to me it was like yeah i have to make projects like yes that's what i do i make mixtapes i make hip-hop projects I it have doesn't to matter create. if i'm like 
performing or making a living off of it yeah. i have to just do it yeah. you know what i mean i gotta put shit out like i'm too creative that that's why is. that's why this shit exists John. yeah that's uh, that literally that that's why this shit exists story right here. of our lives man yeah man, yeah, man. As you can tell, it's just from the, the love. Of, it's you yeah. know it is. It's the love of hip hop. You got to no keep doubt. doing it because that's what it's you love. love doing. You can't. And I'm you like you, Chong. It. I just I just like to create. Like like since my first my first time out the gate, like I did everything for the record. Like my first time out, I kid you not, I was on production. I wrote the rhymes. I came up with the artwork concept. <laughs> yeah. All of that shit. We went through disc makers. I was the one talking to the uh, the disc maker personnel. Yeah. Like, we want this, and we want it this way, and we want it this way, and send the proofs to me, and I'll approve every. <laughs> like, I, once I once I did that that first time out, it's just, it's just something that's inside me, man. I have to do it. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. I know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> all the whole process. You yeah. Know what I mean, definitely. You I gotta love be hands it. on. Gotta be hands on. I love it, man. So, so Chong, you're 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 kind of interesting, like these days to me, in that you're kind of in a lane where, um, you know, when a DJ comes out with a, um, call it a producer compilation, or, or basically kind of does what you like, you're like actually kind of executive producing, where you're like you're bringing in the producer, you're bringing in the MCs, you know, there aren't a lot of folks that are really kind of doing that, or if they are doing that. They're not, 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 they're just not giving the folks, you know, the credit on the production side of things, in my opinion, that they should be. So, I mean, you you just enjoy that part of it or like, what's the, yeah, I enjoy that part of it. I mean, I think a lot of guys have too big of an ego to really put the spotlight on other people. And it's like, yeah, I'm getting older and it's like, I still have a full-time job. So it's hard for me to make enough beats all the time to to be able to do this and i think also with these compilations it's like if it was just one producer the entire project it would get boring and repetitive no matter how dope that producer was like Mm -hmm. i mean i make the occasional dope beat but i don't don't make enough dope beats on a regular basis to supply that that much you know what i mean and diversity right like i don't want it to all sound exactly the same you know yeah there's a there's a skill in that though, like being able to actually bring the producer in, the MCs, and even though you want diversity from a sound standpoint or sonic standpoint, mm-hmm. being able to actually have a, a theme, um, you know, from an auditory you know kind of standpoint is um, you know, not everybody can do that, man. A lot of people would just slap fucking six songs together and like do 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 the art and like call it a day, man, but. I, I gotta say, yeah. like all of your projects have like they they definitely have like you know your touch and kind of your uh, curation. People use that word a lot now, but it's a real talent, I feel, man. I feel like I feel like I'm the director or like the producer from a movie standpoint, not right. so much like producer as a beat maker, but right. as the guy producing the whole project. So, Chong Scorsese, um, Chong Scorsese. <laughs> exactly and and it's difficult because like dealing with this many people it's not easy i'll tell you that right now like you know how rappers and producers everyone's got egos and just trying to get people on the same page and you know it 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 can be stressful quite stressful to be honest with you but it's so your patience is part of the making it right your patience is a major part of who you are right (laughs) it must be definitely that's (laughs) 
That's one of my strong suits for sure. <laughs> it's I'm just chill. chill. I'm so chill. So it's like, you know, if I'm mad, you really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I met another brother of mine, man, up in, up in, up in British Vancouver. Columbia. Yeah, man. It's another brother of mine right there, man. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. Hell yeah. What about the other joints on the... um? On the on the space stone, uh, let's see. We got Ty Ferris on this joint. No, it, no wait, is Ty on this? I'm thinking about the Sage Infinite Ty, shit. Hold on. Ty was on the uh, Reality Stone. That's right, the um, Reality Stone. That's right. Ty and Recognize Ali was on that one. Um, as far as the Space Stone, some of the other one of the un- interesting tracks was um, the one with Razcast's sons. I really liked that how that came together because Jordan was like, "Yo, we should get a." Uh, Razkaz's sons to do a Super Sons track, and I was kind of like, mm, "Yeah, maybe." Right. I wasn't sure. Right. And yeah. then, um, and then when I was going through like the beats that we kind of had option wise, I, I came across the Vic Grimes beat, and I sent that one and a few other beats, and I was like, when they picked the Vic Grimes beat, I started to have a good feeling about the track. I was like, okay, I think this suits kind of the uh, the track that we're going for, and they they pulled it off so i gotta nice. give credit to those guys and to jordan for actually thinking of the idea that was him nice for anybody who doesn't know jordan jordan commander he's the homie from back in the day he's yep. a hip-hop journalist and i've been down with him for like 15 20 years because nice. i used to do the rap journalism thing too and okay he lives up here so it's just one of those things so yeah jordan is, jordan. J- jordan responsible for basically the past month of interviews here at southern vanguard radio he is. yeah <laughs> Yeah, he locked our calendar down yeah, it's, overnight, yeah. basically. <laughs> to it's the crazy because a, f- a few years ago, I, like I got I got him and I was like, he was writing for Mass Appeal, and I told him like, look, there's this whole new lane of underground rappers and artists that you, uh, you got to check out. And he'd heard a couple of the names, but he wasn't really up on everybody. I started putting him up on Griselda, the the winners, just mm-hmm. all these guys, and he started covering them. And then it just snowballed, and then he he got really into it and started putting me up on guys, and we started networking and building all these dudes, and it just, you know, it became its own new underground. It was crazy. No doubt, yeah, it is crazy. Tong, what's your take on all of that? Because we've been kind of we've been kind of blown away by it. Um, just the fact that I think the thing for us is that uh, with the with these newer cats being so young, they could easily be doing something totally different with the music. But they do it the way we do it for the most part. What's your take on it? I like it, man. I'm glad that people are doing that that sound, that underground sound. I don't think it's just young guys. There's a lot of dudes that are actually fairly old, but I think yeah. either have just hit their peak or mm-hmm. just it was just the right time and the right sound, and people have kind of just developed it. Right? I mean, I don't know what it is like, but it's a it's a great new underground. I was telling people that it reminds me of the early 2000s when you had like the company flows and the anticons and the living legends and that kind of movement and this kind of reminds me of that too where it's right. kind of got its own sound you know what i mean yeah right yeah yeah it's wild man i, I don't think when, when mix and i started this mix show um you know i don't think we had any idea kind of like what we were going to end up putting ourselves in the middle of but because we, we started this about 2015 well Sean, we didn't talk so. about none of it we yeah just, we just started we just doing it, in it. <laughs> But I mean, like it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy, man. Like the timing, like how it all kind of worked out. Because I I feel like 2013, 2014, and twenty fifteen is really that. Those were kind of the foundational years of kind of this, I don't know, rebirth or renaissance or whatever the whatever the yeah, fuck you want to call quiet it. Quiet for quite a while, like yeah. 
you know, like as far as a lot of good hip hop coming out, there was quite a few years there where it was just not that much happening. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of new guys coming out. You know what I mean? But yeah. the last three years, especially, it's been just endless albums. Like, yeah, you crazy. can't keep up with it. Yeah. There's that many, that much good hip hop. Oh, we know. Yeah. We know. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> Dude, we you guys play, do a good job though. You're playing man. all the all the dope shit. Uh, we try, we man. Try, man. We try, man. We try. We try. It's just I, so I much. Appreciate that. Yo, Chong, talk to us about uh, your relationship with Chris Crack, man. I mean, he had a hell of a week last week when you know Madlib or the Madlib account fucking popped up and started talking crazy about Chris Crack and um, um yeah. I mean, <laughs> how do, what's your, what's your relationship with Chris, man? Well, Chris Crack. Um, him and Vic Spencer did a really dope song for my Star Wars mixtape in 2017. And mm-hmm. I just started building with them after that. And I uh, I wanted to do an album with Vic Spencer, but he was just so booked and so busy at the time. So many people getting at him. Then I was like, that's cool. That's cool. And uh, just started talking to Chris Crack. And Chris Crack liked my beats a lot more than Vic Spencer at the time. So, Vic, so Chris Crack just, we started working on an album. And... We're still working on that album, but because he, he's picky, he's picky about his beats. He he's very selective and uh, very particular how he works. He didn't even tell me like which beats he picked for like half a year. Like he'd react to some, but he wouldn't tell me like, okay, I'm using this. It would just be like whatever you want. I'm just just keep sending you beats. You know what I mean? So mm. we got an album almost done. It's about half done. My. It's crazy though. Like nice. And um, but but you put out one of his talented. records, right? Didn't you put out like a what? I put out two of his albums because right. I was just I was so shocked at how talented the guy is. Like I was like, this guy might be one of the most talented rappers out right now. Like his sound, mm. I just love his sound. It's original. So I was like, right. you're putting out a lot of dope albums, but only only digitally. So why don't uh, why don't I put them out for you physically? And he was like, yeah, man, sure, let's do it. And he was cool about it. Wow, and we just we so just Tom, what's your um what's your lane with the physicals, man? Because I hear your your merch game is top notch. What's what what's the deal with you and and being able to um, suggest to 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 a talented guy like that that to let you do the physicals of his shit? Um, I think he just trusts me because I was championing his sound for so long, and he just you know the first one we did, I whatever we sold it and I uh, paid him and. He was, you know, he knew I did real business. So I wasn't trying to scam him. Okay. Right. So, what's, physical, so what's the label? <laughs> there's no label at this point, but that's what I'm about to start. I'm thinking about starting Chong Wizard Records. You know, oh, I mean? shit. Keeping it, keeping it the brand, you know what I mean? Because my hey, name man, is what you said? Brand. What's the address for demo submissions, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know where to get me. <laughs> but, but with the physicals. I just always want to put out a high quality product. Like the no music doubt. has to be dope, obviously. Yeah. The art has to be dope. Yeah. The packaging has to be dope. And the customer service too, because I'm a fan too, and I know as a fan what I want. So I just make the shit that I want and hope that other people want what I want. You know what I mean? That's so. what's up. That's what's up. Uh Chong, what's up with uh Sage Infinite and Road Data, man? Let's talk about those guys real quick. Rodata. Um, I'm sorry, Rodata. This is my OG some southern homie, shit. Uh, <laughs> data. 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 Rodata. Rodata. Whatever you want to call him, but Rodata is what I call him. 
um he's just a beast on the beats like he's been doing it for a long time like i think he's been doing it from, since the 90s but i met him in the early 2000s okay um he was producing for my homies up here we had a crew called 108 108 okay. records okay and um we were just like crazy battle mcs and we were just really we were really prolific like we just record song after song every day and um after a while it just kind of like those guys stopped doing music on the regular but rodata he still had the fire beats and um just been reaching out to him like we got to get you like working like let me <laughs> let me get you with some mcs and get you on these projects so the next couple right. infinity stones he's gonna rodata is gonna be all over them and, oh, okay cool good looking out Sean. with the with the sage album that was kind of like an introduction like okay i want to introduce you to the game because i'm gonna keep putting your records out and this is this is going to be the introduction and sage infinite's just he's very slept on and he's sick like whole winner's crew is dope but right stage is one of the members that's kind of slept on so no their styles no. worked out together cool, yeah no cool. doubt no doubt yo yo chong tell me about this this uh edo mixtape man because i'm still fucking with with edo and mugs uh they the the album they just put out recently yeah, um man um what's what's the story behind this edo mixtape you just did the edo mixtape was just like a promotional mixtape um that was coming out with limited edition magazine which uh jordan is the writer of the entire magazine and um loretta records puts out the magazine okay and those both those people are my homies so i said you know i'll do a promotional mixtape featuring like the artists that are going to be featured in the magazine and just some of the people that that we fuck with and reached out got some exclusives some of the guys and ito hosted it and and just knocked it out real quick. Yeah, that's dope. Good timing on that too, man. He's hot as oh, shit yeah. right now, man. Holy shit, that fucking mugs joint is out of this world. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a dope oh, album, man. Oh yeah, god, absolutely crazy. Yep. Well, uh, Chong, what else you want to speak on, man? You got anything else you want to talk about, or got, got anything you can kind of hip us to that may maybe around the corner? We know you got three other volumes of uh, the infinity stone series coming, but yeah, we got the three more volumes of the infinity stones. And then after I'm done that, I'm going to try to finish the album with Chris crack. I've also got an album in the works with Zilla Rocca out of Philadelphia. Do you guys know Zilla Rocca? Yes. We played a couple joints on the, uh, on the show over the past, uh, what year or so, or 18 months or so. Yeah. He works with small professor and those yep. guys. Okay. Um, yep. Hurley Castro. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just we've known each other for a while, and we're both kind of in the same stuff. He's he's another comic book head guy. Okay, and um, we just he's easy to work with, and he's a chill guy. So I was like, yeah, let's just fucking do the CP. So okay, all right, cool. I'm fully producing that. I'm fully producing the Chris Crack one. Okay, um, planning on doing an album with Lord Juco as well. Okay, oh, you're busy. A couple man. of guys just. You're busy. You're busy. Oh, real busy. And you wouldn't believe the amount of people reaching out to me that want to work right now. But it's like, I'm just like, guys, let me finish the Infinity Stones and then we'll see. Right. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. All right. That's a good problem to have, man. Hell yeah. I know. <laughs> Hell yeah. Especially if you're just wanting to get your toes, you know, dip your toes in the water again after taking a little break. Yeah, man. <laughs> it got crazy quick. Like, like the when I first dropped the first Infinity Stones, it, it 
people didn't go crazy over it. You know what I mean? It took six months to sell out. Mm, Second okay. one took a month and a half to sell out. Okay. Third one, six days to sell out. Okay. God damn, man. So, so you you in you you on the run right now. Yeah, man. You you got them on lock right now. I had to rebuild the name and get people excited about yeah. the project. Yeah, right. Yeah, so now you gotta got to keep fans. striking while it's hot. Mm-hmm. They're demanding represses right now. I'm just like, I can't even press it fast enough right now. Well, that's, that's awesome, cool. man. It's awesome. Again, man, where do I send my demo? I, I got I, I got to get in on this shit, man. Like, you seriously. got the email. All right. There it is. Word. There it is. Well, Chong, thank you, man. Um, real real quick, before we wrap up, why don't you tell everybody where they can uh, check you on all your socials and more importantly, where they can go spend some bread to support what you got going on. That'd be great. Yeah, just Chong, Chong Wizard on, on Bandcamp. Chong Wizard Instagram, uh, DJ Chong Wizard on Twitter. Those are the most. Those are the places, pretty much. All right, cool. Yeah, you can put in Chong Wizard, and basically everything pops up. You don't have to worry about getting yeah. confused there. Yeah. So cool, man. All right, my brother. Well, thank you very much, All man. Right. Chong Wizard, y'all. Chong Wizard. What's up? Appreciate y'all. Thank we you, appreciate my man. you, man. Thank yes, you sir. for having me. Enjoy on. the rest of your evening. You got it. I'm gonna hit y'all with some exclusive soon hey, you, later you, this month. Yes, sir. You, we you, got you covered, we man. Got you, I don't man. even worry about yeah, it. You know where to send it. All right. All right, my man. Right, so. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. All right. There you go. Old Chongy. Old Chongy came through real quick with the crispy clean. Crispy clean interview FaceTime. session. We didn't get the little you don't get the little boop. Nah, you don't get FaceTime. that. You don't get that. But that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I we probably could put it in there if we wanted to. <laughs> I kind of feel like people like that at the woo at the end of that shit. <laughs> but nah, that was real cool, man. Man, this shit is alive and well. Oh homie. man, it's great. It's great. To we be all part over. Of it, man. The, I love we all shit. over the place, yeah, man. man. All over the world, man. Let's let's get it, man. You know, let's keep going. Twice a week, twice a week, twice a week, meeks, <laughs> twice a week, though. Yo, Southern that shit's Vanguard taking on a whole radio. new meaning. What's that? The twice a week shit. We get ready to do another. <laughs> I know. Oh, you know what? It's a good point. Look, look, y'all. The next couple of weeks are going to be a little crazy because your boy Doe here is going to be traveling across the country a couple of times. So On his just, Elvis shit. Yeah, just, Viva just, Las Vegas. Yeah, exactly. So, I, so actually, yeah, I'll, I'll be in Vegas for a couple of weeks in April. Uh, might be in L.A. for a weekend if it works out. So y'all holler at me. Uh, I'm up for whatever. Just make sure you bring some bourbon. Yeah. And uh yeah, April's gonna be a little nuts, but we've been Meeks and I have been putting in overtime trying to make sure that we we give you that twice a week shit. Yeah. Every week. We're gonna keep it going. Yes, sir. Southern Vanguard Radio, yes, SouthernVanguard.com, DJ John Doe, Cappuccino Meeks, twice a week Meeks, twice a week though, Southern Vanguard Radio, South in your motherfucking mouth. We out. Peace. Peace.